This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol and its 35th annual conference in Omaha, August 10th through the 12th. Learn more about this year's event at ethanol.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Farmers are feeling a little better about the state of the ag economy, but still have some concerns about the future. That's the conclusion of the Ag Economy Barometer released today by Purdue University and the CME Group. The barometer's reading slightly increased in July, and Purdue's Jim Mintert says farmers feel a little better about their current conditions. And that was a little bit surprising given the fact that major commodity prices, for example, wheat, corn, soybeans, all fell in between the time when we collected data in June to the time we collected data in July. So a little bit of a surprise there, but maybe a reflection of the fact that farmers were assessing their financial situation in the current year, which is largely based at at this point on sales from the 21 crop and maybe not quite so hard on prospective sales for the 22 crop. Input prices are also a major concern among producers, and 24% of crop growers say they're looking at changing their planting plans for next year as a result. Conservation spending is under close watch on Capitol Hill as the Senate moves to consider a reconciliation package this week, and many have an eye on the Farm Bill as a result. The bill would infuse $369 million into climate-related provisions, including many Climate Smart Ag programs. Senate Ag Committee member and Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley says he understands wanting to boost existing conservation programs, but does not like the process currently on the table. I think we're going to have to enhance these programs next year when we write the Farm Bill. Now, this all brings up this question. Uh, I, I still don't understand why we can't. Uh, do all of this in a bipartisan way. He says the upcoming Farm Bill will need to reflect the interest in USDA's existing programs. Remember, it's a voluntary program. It's kind of difficult to know how many farmers want to volunteer into it. And right now, with the prices of soybeans and wheat and other crops, corn being pretty high, there might be some need for incentive to people to put land uh, into CRP. The Senate is expected to begin consideration on the compromise between Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin later this week. Finally today, the federal grant process can be a little challenging for smaller applicants. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer takes a look at some of the things that could help ease that process. Congressional action this year has led to pots of money for climate-smart agriculture, rural broadband, and mid-sized meat processing. These programs often mean competitive grants. In congressional hearings this summer, members and witnesses alike have raised equity concerns over grant-writing challenges. Susan Gies Conley is a grant writer who's hoping to dispel some of the anxiety for first-time applicants. She says it's important to find the grant that matches a project's goals, rather than trying to meet a program's description. After applicants register in the government system, they need to gather documentation. You'll want solid financials, good budget, itemized project budget, um, regular monthly or quarterly financial reports, third-party audits if you have them, but an internal audit would be okay. Um, It's the kind of thing that you can say we would like to do this if we have the capacity and the funding to do it, which we will after we get this grant. She offered her insight during the kickoff webinar of a series presented by Dirigo Food Safety. CEO Michelle Fannin-Steele says business owners and farmers should not be afraid to ask for help for grant writing. Most people do not get into food production, into farming and and butchering and all that sort of stuff because they're naturally super awesome at paperwork. 
work. Conley and Fannin Steele told webinar participants time spent on a grant application is never wasted. Even if the grant is not approved, all the application materials can be repurposed for the next effort. Their next webinar is in September. There's more on this story coming to agripulse.com tomorrow. Amy Mayer, Agripulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol. The American Coalition for Ethanol is hosting its 35th annual conference in Omaha, August 10th through the 12th. This must-attend event features timely updates on ethanol public policy, market development, board of director training, and more. Visit ethanol.org for events details. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.